true and faithful God, you give courage to the fearful and endurance to martyrs. Sustain us as followers of your son, Jesus, that with boldness and conviction, we may acknowledge him before the world. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Be seated now to hear the word. Poor Jeremiah. His enemies are upset with him because they don't like the prophetic message he has been given to proclaim. In spite of these enemies, Jeremiah has faith that God will rescue him. Reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah cried out, I hear many whispering. Terror is all around. Denounce him. Let us denounce him. All my close friends are watching for me to stumble. Perhaps he can be enticed and we can prevail against him and take our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a dread warrior. Therefore, my persecutors will stumble and they will not prevail. They will be greatly shamed or they will not succeed. Their eternal dishonor will never be forgotten. O Lord of hosts, you test the righteous. You see the heart and the mind. Let me see your retribution upon them. For to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord. For he has delivered the life of the needy from the hands of evildoers. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. St. Paul tells us that the violent, death-dealing, and unjust forces in our society were unleashed by the sin of Adam and Eve. However, he also proclaims that the grace of Christ abounds in this world. Reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, just as sin came into the world through one man and death came through sin, so death spread to all people because all have sinned. Sin was indeed in the world before the law, but sin is not reckoned when there is no law. Yet death exercised dominion from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sins were not like the transgression of Adam, who is a type of the one who was to come. But the free gift is not like the trespass. For if the many died through the one man's trespass, much more surely have the grace of God and the free gift in the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded for the many. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, apostles, Fear no one, for nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, and nothing secret that will not become, un become unknown. What I say to you in the dark, tell in the light, and what you hear whispered, proclaim from the housetops. 
Do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul. Rather, fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground apart from your father. And even the hairs of your head are all counted. So do not be afraid. You are more value than many sparrows. Everyone, therefore, who acknowledges me before humans, I also will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever denies me before humans, I also will deny before my Father in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. He's sending out his disciples as apostles. He's sending them out with the mission, and it's the same mission that you and I have. We're called to proclaim the compassion, the justice, the peace, the forgiveness of God's kingdom. You and I are sent out with that message, that gospel, that good news. But that good news does not go unopposed, does it? The good news meets resistance. There are people in our world whose lives are centered on on power and control, having things their own way. There are people in our world who would be willing to kneel on the neck of anyone who gets against what they're saying, who goes against their sense of what's right and what belongs to them. We live in a world, we get so frustrated. We've been frustrated in this pandemic because we can't do what we want to do when we want to do them. That, that, that bothers me. There's things I want to do that I can't do. And I can't do things the way I want to do them. We're not used to that. We don't like not to be in control. Yet there's something about the good news that you and I are sent to proclaim. There's something about that good news that goes beyond the power of the world, goes beyond the power to control, the power that would step on anyone who gets in the way of our will when we want to do it. Jesus says, in spite of the opposition, don't be afraid. In Western Pennsylvania, Jesus said, don't be scared. Don't be scared. The power of God's love is with you to sustain you, to get you through this to enable you to proclaim the good news, the work of compassion and justice and peace 
and servant love. The power of God is with you. And that power of God is greater than the power of the world. Do you believe that? That's what we're called to believe. Jesus says something kind of interesting and kind of strange when he sends us out. He says, don't be afraid of someone who can kill the body. Instead, beware of the ones who can kill the spirit, who can kill the soul. Huh? Lord, what, what do you mean by that? What the Lord is telling us when he says, beware of those who can kill the spirit, kill the soul. He's telling us to look out for anything and everything that gets in the way of our doing what the Spirit of God nudges us to do, what the Spirit of God is trying to move us to do. Think about that. I think every one of us in our relationship with the Lord, we hear the Lord calling us to specific actions, to specific outreach, to specific ways of talking and being with people, we kill that spirit when we refuse, when we back away. As followers of Jesus, we love to tell stories of the people in the history of the church who didn't back away, who didn't allow the world to kill the spirit in their lives. We marvel at those stories. We call them our friends. We call them saints. A friend of mine, John, who is a professor at St. Francis University, go Red Flash, go Red Flash. Uh, he sent me an article from Commonweal Magazine about one such person, a person who lived what the Spirit called him to live. The article was about one of my favorite saints, St. Rochus, St. Roque, or if you're Italian, St. Rocco. Many of you know I was baptized at St. Rocus Church in Johnstown. I grew up in the parish, went to the school there, and years later I spent 28 years as the pastor of St. Rocus Church. Uh, Roque is one of my favorite saints. The story of Rocus is kind of interesting. He was French. I think he, he lived in the town Montpellier, and he was a wealthy nobleman. And somewhere along the line, somehow this Roque, this Rocco, he heard the gospel. And the gospel moved him to let go of all he possessed. To let go of all he possessed. And to do the gospel, to live the gospel. So he sold everything he had. And he decided to go on a pilgrimage from Montpellier to Italy. 
the time in Europe's history in the 14th century, it was very similar to our time. It was a time of the plague. And as Rocco was on this pilgrimage, he encountered people who suffered with the plague. And the spirit nudged him to take care of them. And he did. What happens when you are exposed to people who have the plague? You get the plague. That's been our fear during this pandemic. That's the masks and the social distancing. When Rocco, Rokas got sick, there was no one to take care of him. Now here's my favorite part of the story. This is where Rokas gets me. Um, there was a, a wealthy merchant in the village nearby who noticed that at every meal, his dog would take food from the table and run away. And this wealthy merchant couldn't figure out what was going on until finally his curiosity was picked enough that he followed the dog away from the table, out of the house and into the woods. When I tell Ziva this story, she says, oh yeah, the dog did that, right? Well, anyway, he followed the dog into the forest, into the woods, and there he found Rokas, suffering with the plague. Though no one else was taking care of him, God was taking care of him through this little dog who brought him food. Well, the merchant started to nurse Rocco took care of him. He got better. And when he was recovered, word came to him that there was a civil war in his country in, in Montpellier. And so Rocco Rocus went back there. His face had changed so much because of the plague. The folks in town didn't, didn't remember him. They didn't recognize him. They threw him in prison. He and his furry little friend, they threw them in prison as spies. Now, Rokas could have just laid down and died, huh? But instead, he took care of the other prisoners in the prison. The spirit moved him. And he was alive in the spirit. And he continued to take care of of the other prisoners. He did that for five years and then he died. Rokas, Rocco, Roke, is the patron of people with infectious diseases. Appropriate for our time, do you think? He's the patron of those those among us who are dog lovers, infectious diseases and dog lovers. And you wonder why I love the guy. Can't wait to meet him in heaven. 
in this time of the COVID-19 pandemic, to what kind of action is the spirit moving us? What kind of service to the good news of the kingdom are you and I being called to? In the article that my friend John sent from Commonwealth, B.D. McClay, the author of the article, suggested perhaps wearing a mask, social distancing, are in fact acts of compassionate love. She writes, we may not be heroes, but we can take care of each other. We can continue with this compassionate love with a distance that embraces rather than refuses responsibility. Distance that embraces rather than refuses responsibility. In the midst of this COVID pandemic, we hear Jesus say, don't be afraid of anyone who can kill the body. Be afraid of anything that can kill the soul, can move you away from doing what the Spirit is urging you, nudging you to do. In our inner soul, we learn to proclaim by our actions, the kingdom of God is here in compassion and forgiveness, in peace, in service and in love. We proclaim that by what we do to a world that in darkness needs to be transformed by the light. Don't be afraid of someone who can kill the body. Be afraid of anything that moves you or keeps us away from living the work of the Spirit in our world. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.